Ladies and gentlemen, you're most welcome to the Fully Functional Humanity Podcast. My name is Badger Akisanya and I am your host. Today, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be speaking about the subject of why do we need to know our purpose? It's a question I'm asked very often when I'm teaching on the subject of purpose. I have the privilege of running a course on this, a very intensive course that runs for six or seven weeks on the subject. The reason I brought that up is the answer to this question came up while I was preparing for such a course. On one particular day, I was preparing for this the course and the next day I was going to speak upon this element of why do we need to know our purpose. Normally I would lean on some of the more famous answers of why we need to know our purpose, some of which are really, really famous. This particular day the Holy Spirit caused me to pause and what he said to me was quite sobering. He said the reason you need to know your purpose is because you are responsible for ensuring its fulfillment. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know whether that hits you like it hit me that day, but all of a sudden, I just, I really had to think. And when you think about it, he was right. Because it is my responsibility to take the actions speak the words, prepare and do the things that are necessary that what God has placed within me is passed to the world that I am sent to in the way that he wanted to. Effectively, I'm responsible. Now, let me say this before that element of panic kicks in that says but I don't know my purpose have I been making mistakes up till now no you haven't but let me hopefully help our purpose in general ladies and gentlemen is clearly stated and advertised it's advertised in Genesis chapter 1 verse 26 where the Lord says and let them have dominion it is also mentioned in the very same way at the end of Genesis 1 verse 28. So what God said is, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion. In simple terms, the Lord is saying that wherever I send them, they will ultimately see me. So let's make them like us and let's give them the ability to function like us and one element of that functionality ladies and gentlemen is the ability to make sentient choices where we can intelligently make a decision that based upon our knowledge of the person who sent us and where we are we can make decisions that further the cause of the Lord that lives on our inside. Ladies and gentlemen, what I want you to understand is our purpose in general at any particular point in time is that the Lord wants to be seen or to be introduced to a world that does not necessarily know him. That means whether you 
find yourself working in a nursery, working in a very a bank, working in a school, going to school, whether you are a stay-at-home parent, whatsoever it may be, a truck driver, a builder, a bricklayer, whatsoever it may be, ultimately, God wants through your presence and your interactions with where you are, that ultimately people will begin to get to know this is the God you serve and that God loves me and so on and so on and so on. So we want to keep that in mind. That ultimately is our purpose. That's the way it was put in Genesis 1, 26 and 28. And I also want you to keep in mind, this is, this is the most interesting thing. God never intended you and I to fulfill our purpose alone. That's why he made us just like him. So we can walk together. The Bible says that in Amos 3.3. 3. It, it's a very famous verse. A nice short one. And the Bible says, can two walk together except they be agreed? And so, ladies and gentlemen, what I want to drive home is the reason you and I need to know our purpose is so that we can take those actions and make those choices that allow the purpose which God has placed within us to become a reality. As a reminder, purpose, ladies and gentlemen, is what was in the mind of a creator before the process of design, fabrication, or enablement or empowerment took place. But let's use Jesus as our example. What we notice in the life of Jesus, and I'll, and I'll go to one particular place where it, he says it really clearly. When Jesus was speaking in John chapter 10, and he was speaking about what he was about to do about laying down his life, the Bible says the following, that Jesus said, nobody takes my life from me, but I lay it down so that I might take it again because this commandment have I received of my father. He said, no one took my life from me. That means I have made the decision to do so. The decision to lay his life down was based upon his knowledge of this is why I am here. There are other examples. When you think about Jesus Christ, there are other examples where he did exactly the same thing getting baptized the baptism of john at that point in time was for people to acknowledge their sin be baptized and stand up to have a fresh start jesus comes to john the baptist and they have a very famous interaction john the baptist says but i need to be baptized by you why are you coming to me jesus then says allow it to be so, the, to use the King James phrase, to fulfill all righteousness. That means so that we get everything right. What was he focused on? He realized, I'm not here because of me. I am here because of the task God has sent me. That means I have to go through everything that the human beings God has sent me to save will go through. The Bible says he is baptized remember he had no sin to acknowledge but he went through the process foretelling what he was going to do on the cross of calvary when he would die pay our 
pay the price for our sins and rise from the dead with us being justified, having that price paid. He comes out of the water and there is a very famous um, response from heaven where God says, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased, which drives home the point that that is God's ultimate desire where we take those decisions or actions that this is what our purpose is or this is why we're here. God wants to endorse it by saying, that's me. Allowing the people that we interact with to get to know and to trust the God that we serve. Ladies and gentlemen, to give you another example, think about an ambassador. An ambassador to another country is tied to the purpose and the plans of the country that sent him. Now, when he is sent, although there will be certain things that will be determined by the country that sends him that, okay, if one of our citizens needs a car and they are, or, or, or let's say one of our citizens on our national day, they have the right to have a holiday, even though they are in that country, it's your job to make sure they have the holiday. Now, that is sorted out from the country that sent him. But the act of waking up, the act of getting dressed, the act of showing up, the act of just literally being in that country, functioning in that country, understanding that country is the responsibility of the ambassador. The combination of the two makes their interaction quite remarkable. So if one of the citizens of that country is threatened, the ambassador can speak on their behalf. And when he speaks on their behalf, he doesn't just speak with his voice. He speaks with the voice and the might and the ability of the country that sent him. But he had the responsibility of making sure he could tell his story. He was at the right place. He knew the right decorum so that what the country that sent him, their intentions were not limited. And ladies and gentlemen, we find ourselves in very similar circumstances. So when we need, the reason we need to know our purpose is so that we can cooperate with God and then take the decisions and do what is required for us to be able to function and make an impact in the world that we have been sent to. And so, ladies and gentlemen, when, when, why do you need to know your purpose? The reason being is cooperation so that the responsibilities that are ours, that means the tasks, the actions that we need to take, we can easily identify and then carry them out. That makes our interaction with our world so... The term used that comes to mind is viable. In short terms, makes an impact. And so, ladies and gentlemen, as you think about your purpose today and you come to the conclusion, hopefully you do, that I came to, that I have an element of responsibility that... I, there are certain things I'm going to have to do. So getting to know why I'm here is really important. I hope it moves you along our journey a little bit. Remember, 
and I'll, I'll use this as a refresher, please. Purpose is not determined by what is absent. It is determined by what is present. So as we go on this journey to determine the details of what is present, remember your general purpose is already advertised. It is so that wherever you go, God shows up. The details of that interaction are what we are going to find out. Are you here to cook? Are you here to uh, make money? Are you here to drive? Are you here to be a teacher? Are you here to be an astronaut? Are you to here to be a president? Whatsoever it may be. What skills do you have? What unique expressions do you have? What have you gone through that makes your interaction with the world unique? The combination of all of those allows your words, your thoughts, and your actions to make an impact on the space you find yourself so that ultimately, when they look at you, they see your father. Jesus put it in a very simple way, and this is where I'll use this to wrap up today's journey. Jesus said it this way. He said, let your light so shine before men that they glorify your father in heaven. So ladies and gentlemen, wherever you are, whatever you may be doing, whether you're doing a job you love or whether you're doing a job that you currently hate, whether you find yourself in difficult circumstances or easy circumstances, within your reach, ladies and gentlemen, are choices and decisions that will move you one or two steps towards the discovery and the fulfillment of your purpose. The re that might just be being kind to somebody, being a better teacher, being a better friend, being a better colleague. It might just be something little or it might be something a lot larger. But what I want you to remember is this, because you are doing it in tandem with the Lord, he will respond to you just like he responded to Jesus. And there will be a miraculous response where God will say, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. And the person that you are being kind to, the person that you are supporting, the person that you are forgiving, the person that you are advising, the person that you are teaching, ultimately will say, thank God, simply because you came. Ladies and gentlemen, I really hope you are encouraged. I really hope that as you go through today, your words, your thoughts, and your actions create the tomorrow that God and you are expecting and that your world changes in accordance with that. Have the most wonderful day. I really hope you enjoyed it. I hope today was a blessing to you. Kindly let your friends know if you did enjoy it. Kindly subscribe if you haven't subscribed already. And ladies and gentlemen, I really wish you the best. Have the best day you can.